Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Hoffeld, and today we are going to talk about the state of selling. Big topic today, so we're going to tackle it by looking at three specific areas, our biggest challenge as a profession, our biggest opportunity as a profession, and then today's marketplace as well. Let's start with that. The marketplace is unique right now. Ever since COVID, things have changed. For some industries, they've gotten really good right after COVID. For others, it was quite challenging. And then there's been a, a lot of shifting there. Currently in the marketplace, I don't think I'm telling you anything that's new when I say that the marketplace is very uneasy right now. Many people are concerned about the future, what's going to happen over the next six to nine to 12 months in the economy, regardless of where you are in the world. And I recognize that we have people all over the world who listen to this podcast. Organizations across the globe are very concerned. And there is a lot of discontentment, uneasiness, about where things are going and a lot of distraction. People aren't as focused on their work as much as they have been in the past. So it's kind of a really unique marketplace. And so how do we navigate this, this sense of uncertainty? So that's causing our potential clients to be very apprehensive about taking any unnecessary or even necessary risk. So what do we do in this unique marketplace that hopefully will shift back to normal in the near future? But for right now, this is where we're at. What do we do? There is a couple things. Number one, I'll share, we need to be hyper-focused on our buyers. And I know every salesperson says they are focused on the buyer, but I mean, really, not in theory, in practice, not in theory, but in practice. Are we focused on the buyers? In other words, when we meet with them, are we focused on sharing about ourselves and our company and how great our employees are and all the great things we do and how wonderful our solutions are? Or are we focused on their specific needs and how we can help them? What is the focus? How much of your presentation is about them and how much is about you? If you had someone auditing your sales calls and they would calculate the time that was spent on you versus your potential client, what would that ratio be? I want you to think through that. And that's not a bad exercise to do, to think through it, or even if you can record your calls and you have recordings of it, or you have a sales process to look at that and say, okay, even when you talk about yourself, are you injecting them into it? Are you making what you're sharing about you relevant? Or is it just a show and tell about your organization and what you offer, because people are too distracted today. They're uneasy about making a change. And so we, now more than ever, need to be hyper-focused on our potential clients and how we can help them. Second thing I would also suggest is the way you can break through all the noise, because there is constant noise in the marketplace. Every day there are new, unusual, sometimes alarming things happening in our world. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, sometimes they're horrendous. Regardless, 
we can break through that noise through science-backed personalization. What do I mean by that? As I mentioned a moment ago, we want to be hyper-focused on our buyer, but what does that mean? What does that look like? What I'm talking about is we want to be science-backed in that we are communicating with them. We're framing our ideas with the scientific principles that we talk about and teach every day. For a quick rundown on how to do this and give you a quick overview of some really powerful ideas, check out my new book, Sell More With Science. In the fifth chapter, we talk about how to reframe anything in the sale, and I give you five ways to do it, a lot of demonstrations, powerful model. It's a game changer. So many people have read that or experienced that in our training and have reported astounding results already. The book's only been out since the end of March, but already a lot of amazing feedback so far. So check that out. But I mean, leveraging science when we engage people so that we're really doing everything in our power to grab their attention and positively influence them and when I say science-backed personalization, the second part of that, the personalization is about them. So we're understanding their problem. We're identifying it. We understand the scope, the consequences if they do nothing, the cause, what pain is that creating for them or in their organization. We're understanding that and we're focusing, we're breaking through all the noise around them because there are so many voices every day screaming in your potential client's ear that will drown you out. This is a very, very noisy marketplace. There are a hundred things they could focus on that are all important. Why should they think about what you're offering? Why should they take a call with you? Why should they engage with you? Why should they keep engaging with you? We need science-backed personalization. Make it about them, but leverage science in how you do that and how you frame those messages. When we talk about the state of selling, the second thing I wanted to talk about, as I mentioned earlier, is our biggest challenge as a profession. And this is the lack of alignment between selling and buying it's still staggering to me. Now, for sure, some of the most successful companies on the planet, successful business schools, successful salespeople are embracing this. However, the vast majority of people in selling are still making decisions based entirely regarding their methodology on anecdotal evidence. In other words, if you were to go back in time and talk to your great, 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 great grandfather, who let's just say was in sales a long time ago. You probably don't even know the name of the person, your great, 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 great grandfather. You don't even know his name. But let's just say you could go back in time and talk to him, and he was in sales. And you ask him, how do you decide how you sell? The way he would describe the decision process is identical to what is going today. And I am not exaggerating at all. Here's what it looks like. What resonates most with me? How would I want to be sold to? What do I think my potential clients would like? Right? It's all about you. Just recently on LinkedIn, people talking about this very topic, and it's all about them. What resonates most with me? What do I agree with the most based on what I've learned so far? It's not what's true. It's not what's accurate. It's not what's evidence-backed or data-driven. Totally anecdotal, the lack of scientific literacy in selling is staggering. Absolutely staggering. We leverage science for every part of our life. When you go to the doctor, you want him or her to be 
science-based. You want them to be reading the latest research and using the latest techniques and medicine and technology to diagnose and treat you and those you love. When you do every other part of your life, you leverage science, but an alarming amount of people, many of them are just unaware, uh, and some of them that are more steeped in these traditional methodologies are just unwilling to embrace any kind of science because it threatens the narrative that they have embraced. It threatens the way they've always done things. And so this is our biggest challenge in that the way we make decisions about sales methodology is the same as I mentioned, as your great, 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 however many greats you want to throw in there, grandfather, if he wasn't selling, the way he decided is the way you would decide. Yet there's a major difference. He didn't have access to any of the science. He lived at a place in time where he was at a disadvantage compared to you. We now have an amazing amount of scientific evidence that confirms how our brains make choices. And that's what we're trying to do in the sales process is guide people through their decision-making process. That is the purpose of a salesperson. What is the decision-making process? If you do not leverage science, you do not know. You are just guessing. Try it. Ask someone who has an anecdotal approach to selling, how do people make a buying decisions and then buckle up for the crazy ride you're about to go on? Because it'll be very high level. And if you ask them to get specific, it gets really messy really quickly. When you leverage science, there are clear answers to that. When you don't, you're just guessing and often you guess wrong. That's what the data shows as well. Looking at how the most common sales behaviors today hinder buying decisions, study after study, has shown that, which we've talked about in the past. That is our biggest challenge. There has been some major improvement in that in the last seven years in people embracing science, but there is a lot more to go. So good news for you. If you're listening to this podcast, most likely you are embracing science. Boy, does that give you an advantage over the anecdotal traditional methodologies that pervade and the sales world today that are packed in almost every selling book to hit the market, even in the last couple of years. They all are packed with the same old, same old, same old stuff that if you clean up the language, your great, 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 however many greats you want to throw on it, grandfather would have used something similar. Keep that in mind. Our biggest opportunity, of course, then is leveraging science. And that's what I've dedicated my career to. I believe in it because I see the results every day. I see the clarity it brings to the selling process. One person that I taught described it as putting on, when you're nearsighted, putting on glasses for the first time, everything just becomes clearer. That's exactly what it is. It brings transparency. You can remove the guesswork and it really allows you to serve those you sell to. If the purpose of a salesperson is to guide people through the decision process. And we know today, with all the noise in the marketplace, it is very difficult to make a buying decision for your buyers. How do you guide them through a process that you don't even know what the process is? You do it very clumsily and sloppily. If you have the science, it helps bring clarity, and that is the opportunity. So I encourage you, do your own due diligence. Check out the resources we have on our website, huffwellgroup.com, this podcast, my book, Sell More With Science, the science of selling. In both of those books, when we present ideas, we have citations. Now, many of you who read sales books might not be aware of what those are. Those are little numbers on the pages. And if you go to the back of the book, that number corresponds with some real research. So in both books, we quote hundreds of scientific journals. 
Now, to give you a point of comparison, compared to the average sales book, that's hundreds and hundreds more. So most sales book, quote, no scientific journals. And by none, I mean none. And so I would challenge you, if you want to get more into the science, not that you need to, because we kind of clarify it, but if you're like, I want to read that for myself, I want to see that for myself, do it. Go to the back of the book and look what the journal is and where it's called. And often you can find them online at no cost. Sometimes you do have to pay a little bit. But if you want to do that, check that out. Not that you need to read all this complex science, but it's good to know that there's some evidence for it. And if you want to look into it, you can. It's not a faith-based initiative. In other words, you don't have to trust me because I wrote a book or trust me because I said it worked for ABC company or XYZ company. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And let me tell you the reality. In sales, we are horrible at causality. When you ask people, they'll cite something and you say, well, where do you get that from? Well, that's just what I've seen among my clients. Well, how are you able to get that number from your clients? Well, it's just a guess. I mean, it gets too ridiculous really, really quickly. So the state of selling is you want to take advantage of this science because I think once you do, once you get a taste of it, you're going to find what so many people around the world have found. And that is it's addicting because you get results and it really helps you serve more effectively those you're selling to. So that is the state of selling as I see it, the marketplace, our biggest challenge and our biggest opportunity. So hopefully this gives you some things to think about because this gets to the philosophy of selling and your philosophy influences your methodology and your methodology is what you're going to use when you're in the field. So it all matters. But if our philosophy is misaligned or inaccurate, it can set us up for so many problems. So what are you waiting for? Think through these ideas and then get out there and sell something. I'll see you next time.